called Lewisburg by Bryce Desner, a composer and rock star. You can probably hear that in the music. It's performed by cellist Nick Fortinos. Welcome to Relevant Tones. I'm Seth Bosted. Happy to be here with Nick live in the Levin Performance Studio. Nick, welcome. Hey, Seth. How's it going? Great. Thanks for being here. Absolutely. Thanks so that is one of the tracks on your new album, Petite Artifacts. It is. Yeah, this is. Is, let's talk about it. This is a solo album. Do you feel very much like you're Sting stepping out from the police? I mean, you remember Vaith Blackbird, <laughs> a founding member of this, this super group that's won Minus four Grammys. Minus any tantric overtone. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, it's something I've been thinking about for a long time and just never, I don't know, like the, just like I didn't know what to record or why does the world need another cello album? Not that it necessarily does, but, um, and then like I finally found um, this piece and this concept that, it suddenly all clicked really quickly. Uh, this piece that was written for me by Florent Gis and uh, called Petite Artifacts. And I got thinking about all these short pieces that I'd played over the years, especially at Bang on a Can Summer Festival where I'd been teaching for 10 years. And um, it all just kind of came together super quickly. Like a lot of those pieces, most of those pieces had never been recorded. And I loved them and I knew the composers personally and it just, it all made sense instantly. And how did you choose the other pieces outside of Florent's piece? Just do they, do they relate thematically, musically, or more conceptually? Um, d in different ways. Um, so, you know, first of all, I would say, you know, they relate um, in terms of, you know, being short pieces, petite artifacts, you know, of their com constituent composers. And, uh, I mean, like, all of these are kind of little worlds, you know, especially... Um, one piece I'm actually not going to play for you today, but Andrew Norman's sonnets, you know, and Florence's piece as well. You know, Florence is like 17 minutes, but it's six movements. 
Andrew Norman's is 10 minutes and five movements. And like each one is kind of its own little world and own, um, just, pre, you know, it has just enough time to present this one idea and explore it a little bit and then get out. And so like you never feel like, I, I don't know, I listen to a fair amount of new music and I play a lot of new music. And, you know, it's kind of interesting, like this is one field where people don't have editors. You know, when people write novels or if they, you know, so many other things in the art world too, you know, there's people, critiques and like that sort of thing. And there are certainly plenty of critiques of new music, but, um, you know, I think we've all kind of heard the piece that goes on too long, you know, or the piece, like this is a great 10 minute piece, but unfortunately it's a 20 minute piece. And so none of these pieces um, outstay their welcome, I think. Like they all, you know, they go in with an idea or two and they do it and they present it, you know, really beautifully and succinctly and then are out. And so that's what really attracted to me uh, to all of them. And also just knowing a lot of these people, you know, a lot, you know, a lot of these people are my friends. And so, and, you know, have known for many years, David Lang is a great example of someone that I've known for 20 years. Reminds me too of the Stravinsky quote, too many pieces go on too long after the end. <laughs> <laughs> right. Totally. He's a very quotable composer. Oh, yeah. Let's talk a little bit about the piece you're going to play now for us, Molly Joyce, Sit and Dance. Sure. So this is actually um, a piece that she wrote for a Baroque cellist, Paul Dwyer. Um, and so if you, there is um, online a, another recording of it. If you listen to it, you'll notice that it's a half step lower, um, <laughs> which is kind of the thing with Baroque cellos. So, um, so this, you know, material, I re-recorded all of it and she remixed it as well. And um, it kind of, uh, so the piece is called Sit and Dance. Sit because you're a cellist. The dance part kind of comes about two thirds of the way through the piece and kind of is, uh, reflects her, I would say actually the piece in a whole kind of reflects her binary nature in a certain way as a composer and also as a DJ. So, you know, there's the dance drop that happens, you know, at a certain point and it's, um, I've already said it, so it's, I, I already gave it away, but like when it does happen, it's like completely, you just don't expect the piece to do that at that point. It set up this sort of expectation and this lovely, you know, world that's kind of, you know, I'm all pizzicato up till that point and it just kind of unfolds naturally and then it just drops the bass, literally. And, um, it's, and, it's, and then it just goes into this world that, you know, you don't necessarily, that's kind of like this screaming solo that you don't necessarily expect it to do or expect a cellist to do. And then it kind of revisits that world afterwards. Let's hear it. This is Sit and Dance by Molly Joyce, performed by Nick Botinos, live here at WFMT in the Levin Performance Studio. Thank you. 
That's Sit and Dance, a piece by Molly Joyce for cello and electronics. Nick Fotinus is my guest. He's the one that's performing here live in the Levin Performance Studio. When you were thinking to do a solo cello album, did you think that having pieces with electronics would be an important part of it so it wasn't kind of the same timbre all the way through? Or was that did it come about a different way? I think it just kind of so happened. Well, two things. Yes. There's also just the fact that a lot of these pieces that, you know, I played over the years had electronics and appealed to me for exactly that reason. You know, there's something to play against. What I love about, you know, all of these different pieces are the different ways that the composers incorporated, um, you know, backing tracks or, you know, manipulation of sound or all of those things. And for all of them, you know, it's not just something that they dabble in. Like, they, they're all... Um, these are hardly the only pieces by these composers that have electronics. Um, all of these composers are really kind of deep, like it's a deep part of who they are as composers. And, um, and I think you can really 
tell that. You know, I mean, like they're not just adding bleeps and bloops over, you know, some cello lines. So, um, I, you know, they speak to me in that way. That's something I was going to say. I, you know, uh, I've been around a while now on this planet. And, uh, <laughs> you know, in my 20s, I did feel like uh, electroacoustic music, it didn't blend very well. I found myself liking the electronics part more or the acoustic part more and wishing the other part weren't there. And that's really not the case, I think, in the last, uh, you know, 10, 15 years. Composers have really learned how to merge the two, which, which is really, it's refreshing. <laughs> it's, no, it's, it's nice. I think that's I think that's absolutely true. And I think that's just, I mean, that also echoes just, you know, electronic music's rise in pop culture. I mean, and so I should, you know, all of these composers too are also deeply versed in pop culture and those sounds and don't necessarily feel the need for there to be such a great divide between adding those sounds or their introduction and the fact that I'm playing a cello, that it has to somehow be there has to be walled gardens around either one of them. That's right. I think our generation, and of course the generations after us, but we're, we're the first generation of composers and performers to have grown up listening, in my case, certainly almost exclusively to pop music. I didn't right. come to classical until later in life. Uh -huh. And that's definitely impacting <laughs> the oh, music yeah. that we're making. Well, yeah, I mean, in a way, that's kind of a great segue to the next piece I'm going to play and the next composer, David T. Little. Um, he grew up as a rock drummer, mm -hmm. and I think that's r super evident in a lot of the music he's written, not just this piece, so, uh, you know, a lot of his opera work, and also the work that he's done with his ensemble as well, you know, I mean, like he, which he plays in. So, I mean, he, de like, there's definitely that aesthetic there yeah. at all times. You know, I mean, David, he's been on the show a couple of times. He's the a, a nicest guy you'll ever meet. He's really drawn to these heavy subjects. Oh, yeah. Uh, and this piece, and the sky was still there, is, is no different. What's, what's, the, what's going on in this piece? Sure. Well, this is actually a very personal piece for him. Um, this, so you'll hear speaking um, in this one, and it's the voice of his friend Amber Ferenz, who he interviewed, um, who was in the military and was gay during the era of Don't Ask, Don't Tell. And you know, it kind of relates her experience in the military and also the pivotal moment that she knew she had to get out, like something was just screaming inside of her to get out. And she then says exactly that. And luckily she was able to, um, accepted, a, accepted a dishonorable discharge and was able to, you know, move on with her life. You know, it's, it's in a way kind of about being, you know, that experience of just being a body with a gun You'll hear that phrase also, and just a number, and just some a person, um, with you know. It doesn't matter like what skills you have or anything. It's just you're kind of reduced to a number, in a way. This is "And the Sky Was Still There" by David T. Little, performed by Nick Fortinos live in the Levin Performance Studio. And all of the pieces that we're hearing are on Nick's solo album, Petite Artifacts. <laughs> after getting through all the military initial processing at the, what's called the MEPS Center. Um, that's the initial entry point. Mine was in Charlotte, North Carolina. Um, was a lot of standing around and a lot of yelling. We stood and stood and stood. We stood in lines because we stood in line for no reason. We stood in line to eat. We stood in line to go places. We stood in line to get blood, to get shot, to get our clothes. We stood in line sheer joy of standing in line and in those lines there was no talking there was very little movement we, we hadn't started 
started basic training yet. We were still doing what is called reception um, before the actual training takes place. And I think that whole point of reception, besides all those initial processing things like getting all those appointments taken care of, um, was to learn how to stand in line. in the military is unbelievably difficult. She was in the Navy, I was in the Army. You have to act as if nothing's wrong when people bash on gays all around you. You have to sort of go with it or it will come down upon you too. We were in Arabic class together. Um, we fell for each other really, really hard. If you tell, you get an honorable discharge. If they ask and you tell, you get a dishonorable discharge. across the flight line, there was a chain link fence in front of my car that I parked up against, and the sun was coming in through the front window, and I felt very warm and very cozy, and I could see the dust motes in my car and the sunlight, and it was beautiful, and looking at that fence and the sky and the flight line, 
and being exhausted. And it was like everything stopped. Time just stopped. The dust motes hung suspended. And I heard a voice that said to me, If you care about the state of your soul, if you care about anything at all, if you want to continue to be a good person, get out. You don't have much time. Get out. Get out now. And then the dust mode started up again. And the sky was still there. And the chain link fence. But I had changed. I was done. I had quit. In that moment, I understood that I needed to get out of the army. back to civilian life, I decided to go hiking. My lover and I hit the Appalachian Trail. I spent about three months out in the woods and watched spring happen all around me and I tried to figure out what I was going to do next. David T. Little's piece, And the Sky Was Still There, performed live by Nick Fotinos. And we're hearing the voice of Amber Ferenz, a former soldier, uh, but uh, not a well-adjusted soldier, methinks. <laughs> but worked out well for her in the end. Luckily, yeah. I got to hear you perform that live at, uh, at LPR uh, right. a couple months ago, which is yeah. really great. And it, I think it's a moving piece. It, it, it's really an effective work. He, he's, I, I'm sure she talked to him quite a bit and, and how he cuts it up and tells the story, uh, the, you know, the way the rock band kicks in, the drum kicks in at one point. Uh, he's got the, the, the ostinato behind that runs the whole time. You finally oh, yeah. really notice it. It's almost like a movie score in a way. It kicks in high gear at yeah. the emotional climax of the piece. I think it's a really effective work. I do too. Yeah, it's, it's one of my favorite pieces of his, definitely. That was originally written for violin. Did, did you arrange it? I did. I stole that from Todd Reynolds, <laughs> um, who I love dearly and is a good friend. And he actually came out and helped uh, produce that track. Um, so yeah, that was with, with all love to Todd. 
Yeah, he was on his album Outerboro, and he commissioned it, and it's an amazing piece. But the second I heard it, I'm like, oh, this is going to work great for cello. And so, yeah. Oh, that's fantastic. You are listening to Relevant Tones, coming to you from the WMT 11 studio in Chicago. And on today's program, I'm featuring works from Nick Botinos's solo album, Petite Artifacts. But because of my sterling work ethic, I am not just sitting here playing the CD. <laughs> Nick is in the <laughs> studio with me performing live for us. And in the second half, we're going to hear the piece by the same name, Petite Artifacts, by the composer Florent Gis. To subscribe to our podcast or for streaming versions of this or all previous episodes, or if you'd like to get a playlist of the music that we've featured on the program today, you can visit relevanttones.com. Got Nick Vitinos in the studio today. Nick, thanks again for coming in. It's such a pleasure to have you play live. Thank you so much. And congrats on the release of, of your first solo album, too. Thank you. Yeah. It, it was a, I had a lot of help. Yeah, and it was amazing how different it is doing it all yourself versus I put out a lot of albums as the Cellist of Faith Blackbird. Well, it, the, the group has put out a lot of albums. I haven't put them out. <laughs> um, but uh, when you're doing everything yourself, it, yeah, really drives home how involved the process is so Are you tempted to call up the other five members of eighth block <laughs> just help me <laughs> i did i actually i mean like so it michael our clarinetist um did all of the layout for the for the uh, album art and for the liner notes and all of that so he was super helpful natalie in our group helped me write um little appeals for the kickstarter campaign because she's really great with social media so yeah i mean i did absolutely That's great. That's luckily amazing. i had a network of people yeah. and then to say nothing of all the great people on the album, Doug Perkins, who's playing on the album and also producing, uh, Vicky Ray is pianist on the album, um, and then uh, Pascal, who wrote Alpha on the album, but also uh, produced that track. And just um, and then Pat Burns, of course, as engineer, was fantastic. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I think a project like this, you know, it, it is you're putting yourself out there, but you also realize that uh, you're going to fall backwards a little bit. But there are people that catch you, and, and that's, a, that's a nice feeling. It's a really beautiful thing. I mean, I was really touched, especially with the Kickstarter thing. You know, I was just really touched that how many people were so giving, and also you know with advice about the album as well. So it was yeah, it was really touching. I was really moved, really deeply. We were talking a little bit earlier about how much more effective, at least for, for the two of us, electroacoustic music has been. And I really, uh, a composer in the last few years, then in the past, I feel like a composer in the last few years who's just excellent at this is Angelica Negron. I mean, uh, somebody who brings a sense of whimsy, a sense of fun. Uh, it's it's Because uh, electronic music used to always be kind of cold and austere, and, and uh, it wasn't always fun in the 60s and 70s. <laughs> it's true. And that's not the case <laughs> with Angelica. Um, no. I, yeah, I Actually, whimsical and like, you know, it definitely is the product of a curious mind. Um, and this piece is no different. Um, this actually is the ending track of the whole album. And it just, um, it's such a, the, so the piece is called Panorama. And it really is just that, you know, it's not, there's no melodies per se. It's just this really beautiful, rich texture that sort of undulates underneath. Um, and with me, you know, doing what a cellist does, is laying long lines over it. So, um, you know, just really, uh, she knew exactly what to do. And it's just a, it's just a really beautiful, um, heartfelt, warm bath of sound. So. Yeah, I, I, that, that sounds right. Yeah. <laughs> Let's hear a heartfelt warm bath of sound. I love it. <laughs> this is Panorama by Angelica Negron, performed by Nick Fotinos.
beautiful music. I felt myself just spacing out. <laughs> it's a piece called Panorama by composer Angelica Negron. It's performed live in the studio here by Nick Fotinos. That really was, yeah, I'd let myself just drift on that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I knew that had to be at the end of the album because it really is just kind of like drifting off to sleep or letting your energy go out into the universe. Sort of. yeah, 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 absolutely. Letting go. Yeah. <laughs> It's fantastic. Speaking of the album, it's called Petite Artifacts, and uh, this is your first solo album. Uh, it's, it's a really exciting release, and we're Thank happy you. to feature some of the tracks uh, from that album. But where could our listeners find more if they want to buy the album or, or hear more of it? You can go through my website, nickfotinos.com, and um, you can't buy the album directly from there, but there is a link through Bandcamp, and it's sold through there. The album was released on um, New Amsterdam label. So this past August. So the band camp is kind of like their store. Great. The album again is called Petite Artifacts, and it gets its title from a piece by Florent Gis, which we're going to hear. We're going to hear all of it now? It's the whole thing. Okay, that's great. It's a long piece comprised of smaller pieces. Uh, how many movements is it, or how many small pieces sure. is it? Sure. So there's um, six short movements, um, and they're all... I'll just actually go through them really quickly because um, they're really descriptive. Uh, the first one's called Game. And by the way, I'm going to perform them in a slightly different order that's on the uh, album. So the first one is called Game. Uh, the second one is called Factory. That one's actually less obvious as to why it's called that, but it has to do more with the compositional style or the compositional process. The next one is called Family. The next one is called Cuisine. The next one is called Information. That's one um, you'll hear a speaking voice, and it's an Iranian weather forecast uh, that's being... <laughs> spoken. And then finally, the last one is Flowers. And it just occurred to me that these are incredibly obvious titles when I perform it live with video, so um, which I cannot, unfortunately, do through radio. But I highly recommend um, go on my website, uh, and it's also on YouTube as well. And um, you can check out all of the videos for these. Five of the six movements have videos. Factory doesn't. And it's, which has been a little weird performing it live because people always think like, oh, is, is something wrong? Like people get worried. And it's like, no, I, and now <laughs> I have to explain. It's like, no, there's, just enjoy this one. You know, this yeah. one's, that one's great for radio. But uh, having heard, <laughs> well, having heard and seen this piece, I, I think it works well. I mean, the, the, the music is, is really, really great. It stands alone. I, um, I think so too. Yeah. I think so too. You know, I mean, um, though I will say, I mean, what attracted me and still does uh, to Florence's music is, is not just his music, um, but also his videos, which he makes himself. And um, both are like his style is incredibly witty, and um, you know he op and pop influence definitely, um, and um, taking its inspiration from a lot of different composers, um, a lot of minimalist composers. I would say like uh, information is definitely kind of pulled from uh, Jacob TV uh, as an influence, mm -hmm. um, and so. Um, and then game, you know, is a definite definite pop influence. Um, the video actually shows the game Pong being played oh, yeah. and then messed with. Spent some time playing that game. Yeah, <laughs> me too. Actually, like, I mean, the original Pong, yeah, yeah, like yeah. the oh, old yeah. school, like, paddle <laughs> <Yep>. wheel. <laughs> me too. Yeah, man. Like, I remember that. Like, God, that was like late 70s or something. So, yeah. All right, let's hear it. This is the piece in its entirety, Petite Artifacts by Florent Gis, performed live by Nick Fotinos. <laughs>
خدا سلام سامانه باریسایی که وارد کشورمون شده بود امروز همچنان به فعالیت خودش در شمال شرق و شرق کشور ادامه داده و برای این نواحی آسمانی ابری همراه با بارش باران و برف رو خواهیم داشت که به تدریج از میزان بارندگی ها در این نواحی کاسته شده و این سامانه باریسا از اواخر وقت از مرزهای شمال شرق از کشورمون خارج میشه در روز دوشنبه هم سامانه باریسایی وارد کشور میشه که از روز دوشنبه بعد از اون برای اوسانهای واقع در شمال غرب و غرب کشورمون آسمانی ابری رو پیش بینی میکنیم که در این نواحی همراه با بارش باران خواهد بود در مناطق سرسی و مرتفع بارندگی ها به صورت برفه روز سهشنبه زمان گسترده تر شده جنوب غرب کشور رو هم در بر میگیره و برای جنوب غرب کشورمون هم آسمانی ابری رو همراه با بارش باران و برف رو خواهیم داشت در روز چهارشنبه علاوه بر نوار غربی کشورمون برای اوسانهای واقع در سواحل دریای خزر دامنه های البرد و به تدریج شمال شرق کشورمون آسمانی ابری رو پیش بینی میکنیم که در این نواحی همراه با بارش باران خواهد بود و در مناطق سرسی و مرتفع بارندگی ها به صورت برف خواهد بود اما از لحاظ دمایی طی امروز با توجه به استقرار کم فشار بر روی کشورمون و همچنین افزای چرچیده شدن دما به سمت سواحل دریای خزر اما از لحاظ دمایی طی امروز با توجه به استقرار کم فشار بر روی کشورمون و همچنین افزای چرچیده شدن دما به سمت سواحل دریای خزر افزایش دما رو برای اکثر نقاطی کشورمون بین 6 تا 8 درجه پیش بینی می‌کنیم که این افزایش دما امروز و فردا در اکثر نقاط کشور ادامه داره و برای سواحل دریای خزر این افزایش دما رو بین 7 تا 11 درجه پیش بینی می‌کنیم که همراه با وزش باد گرم در این نواحیه همطور که امروز اشاره کردیم افزایش دما رو داشتیم و در حال حاضر نسبت به روز گذشته اردبیل و زاهدان مبرجه، ارومیه زنجان و ساری شش درجه، تبریز، بجنود و همدان هم نسبت به روز گذشته همین موقع پنج درجه افزایش دما پیدا کردند. از توجه همراهی شما سپاس گذارم خدا نگهدار.
It's Petite Artifacts. It's a, a longish piece, but in short movements, as you would suspect from its name. It's by composer Florent Gis. It's also the uh, title of the solo album by Nick Botinos, who we heard performing it. Well, it's a great piece. It's a fantastic album. Again, it's called Petite Artifacts. You can find out more at nickbotinos.com. And Nick, thanks so much for coming in and, and playing music from this album live for us. Thank you so much, Seth. It's my pleasure. Today's broadcast of Relevant Tones was produced by Sarah Zwinkless and engineered by Joshua Savajo. Heather McDougall is the project manager, and Tony Macaluso is the executive producer. Special thanks to Stacey Girard, Greg Broderick, and Max Lebion. Relevant Tones is made possible by the listener supporters of WFMT. I'm Seth Bosted from the WFMT Radio Network, Chicago.